Here we go again! Welcome back to another episode of the Schmidt Sharing Show, where two best friends play immature games to give your day the silver lining it needs. Hey. Hey there. How you doing? It's us again. You having fun? You want to have some fun with us? Well, welcome! Welcome back to episode five, you fucking weirdo. I am one half of the Schmidt Sharing Show. I am Mr. Sharing, and I'm accompanied by the effervescent Mr. Schmidt. Oh, effervescent. That was lovely, uh, you little sly minx, you. You make me think of lavender on a sunny afternoon. You silver-tongued devil. <laughs> All right. Well... Thanks for coming back. We appreciate your support and listening. So let's get started right in with it. Except for you, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. Yeah. No one likes you, Jeff. What you did last week was uncalled for. We won't stand for it. How dare you, Jeff? So here we go. <laughs> Would you rather your first step in any direction is on a Lego... Or every time you sit, you accidentally sit on your balls a little. <laughs> I, wow. I'm, I'm act, you know, when you say these, I picture them in my mind so I can get the full gravity and weight of what you're asking me. Yes. And, <laughs> you know, I, I, I I don't know what this says about me, but I'm I, I picture the red Lego, like the four four notch brick. The Lego. most painful one. I think it is. It, it's so you know I never. I don't think I'll ever be able to sit on my balls. Let, <laughs> let's go that route. So, but you're not old enough yet. <laughs> you're not old enough yet. We'll get there. They're not hanging yet. <laughs> They just dropped yesterday. I have two undescended testicles. <laughs> um, but I never want to sit on my balls ever. I don't think that would be pleasant. Fact. Like I, science. I think it, yeah, science backs it. Fact. <laughs> Fact. Uh, I am unequivocally going with stepping on a Lego in any direction. There's no way you're swaying me from this. My balls are too precious. So, they might not be doing a lot, but they're <laughs> precious. So, and this is like, even if you just stop walking for a second and start walking again, it's on a Lego. Like, you don't have shoes. You woke up in the middle of the night to go take a pee. <laughs> and there's just not a bunch of Legos. One. But just one. One rogue Lego. So so even if you're walking around town, you've, you're fully dressed, you have socks, you have shoes on. Yes. You're still going to get that feeling. If, if you stop to answer a phone call, oh, you're talking to so-and-so, hey, how's it going? Oh, that's cool. Okay. Phone call's done. And you you start walking again. It's the same feeling as if you're barefooted walking on a Lego. You get that same feeling, that first step. Yes. And just to be clear... It is one Lego. A lot of shoe companies that try to show how durable their shoes are, like, oh, we can step on a bed of nails when that does nothing because the weight is supported over all those nails. It displaces the weight. Yes. Don't fool yourself with that shit, that marketing shit. I will be sold if you can step all your weight 
on one sharp nail. I will buy that shoe. Through. Yeah, I, I would, would definitely buy that shoe. But it's a sales gimmick. So don't even get that in your head, listeners. We're talking a single one. That nail is going straight in your foot whether you like it or not. But in this case, it's the sharp, jagged corners of a Lego. You know what? We're helping your pocketbook right now. It's true. Because those shoes are shit. And if nothing else, you learned something today. You did. You're welcome. So one Lego. Yeah, I would still go with that. What would you go with? Would you rather sit on your balls? You look like a ball sitter. You know... You look like you cross your legs. Oh, I, I, I don't know how people can... Okay, let me rephrase that. I don't know how men can cross their legs. Like, you see a lot of actors doing it. I don't get it. And, and they do it without, like, moving around their junk. Right? Like, do they tuck the sack back? I don't I don't get it. I mean, I... Is the dick just hanging that far off into the corner where you can just up and lift your leg? And I, I can't do it. I can't. Yeah. Like, I, I would actually have to manhandle myself. Yeah. And, and then I'm getting a whole different feeling. And then Jimmy Kimmel's giving you crap about it or Conan... He's like, what do you got? What are you doing down there? Pocket pool? I was like, no, I'm trying to cross my legs here. If I was doing pocket pool, my hand would be in my pocket. No, I'm full range grabbing my shit, yeah. moving it out of the way because I don't want to scrunch it. But, but what people, okay, what women probably don't understand is it's like picking up a kitten. Like you can't just grab it and manhandle it. You got to just slightly pick it up by the back of the neck so it all picks up evenly. Oh, that's perfect. It is, isn't it? That like, is magical. Like a delicate kitten that you don't want to hurt. My balls are a delicate kitten. <laughs> so delicate. So delicate. But, you know, I just I hate stepping on Legos. And I would think that that would get very old very quick. But then again, I would never want to initially sit down. I'd probably just fall flat on my back and just lay down everywhere if I had that. If I had to go with the sitting on my. But nose. you'd still have to like get up into a sitting position. That's true. So even if you get in that sitting position, you're still going to get that feeling. That's true. So. You so know, you're pretty much saying you're never going to sit ever again in your life because you don't want that feeling. I've been there. That was also the military. So I'm going to go ahead and go with this. I'm going to agree with you. Stepping on the yes. Lego every single time. Join me. Join me on the dark side or the light side, whatever it is. Well, who's, who's all there? <laughs> Who do you have there in that little party? All right, so that wraps up that one. Let's go on to the second one, which I am handpicking off of HobbyLark.com. This is uh, the only question we're doing um, from this website. Every other question that we have is solely ours. Um, as demented as they are, yes, that's us. That's us. In this, a nutshell. It, it, it's a very big nutshell. So this... Disney-like question is coming from HobbyLark.com, and it goes, Would you rather lose all the money you've earned this year or lose all the memories you've gained this year? Uh, now, before, before you answer this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a little asterisk next to this and say that you've earned money this year, and you've earned in excess of... $40,000. Okay, so 
in this question, COVID never happened. Right. And which is tough because we're at the end of the year. We're nearing the end of the year. I think this is a good place for this question because, yeah, we are that far. Yeah. This is good. Um, okay. So, do the memories also count from COVID? Because since we are not counting COVID, are we not counting the stuff that we learned and experienced during the COVID lockdown when we very joyfully did not have to go to work and slave away for the man? So I'm going to put an asterisk next to this question and say this happened with no COVID. Let's let's put it back a year. Let's go in 2019 and say that you can either lose all the money that you gained in 2019 or lose all the memories you gained in 2019. Okay. All right. I like this one. Um, so we don't have to worry about COVID because yeah. COVID screwed up everybody's life. Yes. Let's not worry about that. Let's let's make it kind of apples and pears. All right. Apples to pears. Uh, <laughs> I... Thinking back on it, I really don't think I did much besides work in 2019. So I would probably I'd probably go for keeping the money. Usually I would not put that much value on the money as it's literally just perceived value. Um, but since I really didn't do much besides just going for hikes and whatnot on days off in 2019... Yeah, but you didn't enjoy those hikes? Like, oh, did, did, did you just go by yourself? I did, but if I gave those up, that's, you know, okay, that sucks. But if I gave up all my money, that means that I rotted away at my job for that year for absolutely nothing. And I absolutely hated my job. So That is true. So if you give up the money, that means that you wasted... 40 to 60 hours a week for nothing besides just bending over and taking it from the man. So so you'd rather bend over and take it and get paid for it, you whore? Well, if you have to bend over and take it, you might as well get a little compensation for it. Good point. Okay. Because don't get me wrong, the memories are great and they made that whole year tolerable, but... It's yeah. It's whether you, whether you're giving up the few good days, well, not the few, but the, wow. few, the few good days a month over the forty to sixty hours a week. Like that's such a huge chunk of your life to give up for nothing. I mean, you might as well just go run into oncoming traffic. Your life is a travesty. 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 Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know why you're even breathing right now. Right? Grab, you know what? Go grab the pillow. Let's do this. <laughs> Let's have some fun tonight. Wait, what are we doing with the pillow? Oh, you're going to hold it over my face. Oh, I thought you were biting it. I'm sorry. I, oh. I completely misread that situation. Uh, maybe if it wasn't for COVID. <laughs> COVID ruined everything. Ruined everything. So I am going to disagree with you. Okay. You materialistic bastard, you. Okay, I'm going to okay. say, I'm going to go with the memories because I enjoy my life. I enjoy the people I spend it with. Apparently you don't. You oh. hate everyone that's in your life. No, you said it. <laughs> I heard it. You said, I hate everyone. 
You so are I totally <laughs> misconstruing what I said. So let me sir before you get any further on this, let me circle back. Because work takes up so much of your time. I don't know what you're saying. Uh, <laughs> it's erroneous. It's ah. erroneous. Where's the mediator? Because work takes up so much of your time, to give up the pay means that you're going away from the people that you love every day to go to this usually depressing and bad place that you exchange your time there for money. I just feel it would literally be insulting to the people you love to go and do that for free. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I understand exactly what you're saying. And I agree with you on, on that, uh, on that mindset. I just think you're stupid. You know what? That's fair. You're not <laughs> the only one. There's a lot of people. Heck, there's probably over half the people listening that agree with you. See, I, I, I do agree with you. I do, I do agree that you're going to a job, but you really painted a dark picture. Not everybody hates their job. Full disclosure to the listeners, I have disliked many of the jobs that I have had in the past. Uh, still in that don't know what I want to do kind of. You know, the stuff that I do want to do are not either socially acceptable or legal. Uh, uh, yeah, those sheep have feelings, too. I was thinking more like Hitman or something, <laughs> but... I mean, God, if only that was really a profession that you wouldn't right? have to go to jail for. Like, you just go on Craigslist and it's like, oh, yeah, you know, this this person did this horrendous thing and they're continually enacting pedophilia. We need you to take them out. Done. And I'm I'm all for that. As soon as you said going on Craigslist, again, I went to men seeking men. <laughs> yeah. Well, it doesn't and, and, help that that's where you always go. <laughs> it's your homepage on your internet. Man seeking wet work. It oh. sounds legitimate. <laughs> so, so you... I feel like you painted a dark picture on that, and I, I, to I completely get where you're coming from. I am still, even though I don't fully like my job, I know I'm doing it for a purpose, and it's to create the memories within that year. That's true. That is so, true. So I, I would still, I, I mean, I guess I am getting paid to be able to create those memories, but I would still enjoy the hikes, even though they costed nothing besides the tank of gas that we used. Even if we had to hike to the hike, you know, I would, I would still enjoy that because it was with the people that I wanted to spend my time with. I feel like, I feel like we both have the same, the same agreement, except we're just two different viewpoints of the same view. Right. It's, if, it, if that makes sense. It's pretty much saying the glass is half full or it's half empty. Yeah. The, the glass is half of something. It doesn't matter if it's full or empty. It's fucking half. You know, this could really just be like a light shining on the difference it makes whether you enjoy or like your job or hate your job. Right. You know, this could... And it could like, be the same... Like, we could be working the same job, doing the same exact things, and you might completely loathe it. And I'm like, this is the greatest thing in the world. So that would, that would make a lot of sense. I mean... Granted, we have totally different fields, different jobs and whatnot. But whereas you didn't mind, didn't seem to mind your job as much, you chose to keep the memories. 
I, on the other hand, hated my job. I drank a lot more than you did, though. Oh, that's true. So that helps. That's true. <laughs> but I don't know. I just, if it were up to me, I wouldn't have done that for free. Not in a million years. Like, if you'd have taken yeah. away the pay, I wouldn't have worked, and I would have just spent time with my loved ones. I mean, if that was an option, fuck yeah, I'd pick that. Yeah. Like, hands down. Yeah. No, it just it, it reminds me of the quote, uh, and I forget who wrote it, so... I did. I, uh, I, I'm sorry. Thank you. Mr. Mister Schmidt wrote it. You are exceedingly wise... Beyond my years. And a, apparently futuristic man. Yes. Um, but it was, it was the one... Uh, Two men look from prison bars. One sees dirt, one sees stars. So, you know, that, that symbolizes exactly what we're talking about. Two people are going through the same thing. We're both going to work to meet an end. But one is loathing his job, not liking where he's at because of circumstances. The other one is not minding his job because it's ultimately leading him to something that he does enjoy doing. Now, I'm not saying you don't enjoy going for hikes. You're, you're just, in my eyes, I feel like you're placing more emphasis on the shittiness of the job. That's true. I, I, am the, I am one of the people who hates the fact that I have to work to mm -hmm. live two days a week. I, I completely agree on that. I do. Like, it's, I find it ridiculous that, like, I understand, you know, like, work's got to get done. Money's got to be made. But I feel that we put too much focus on that and less on family time and family building, you know, things like that to where it just, especially because I disliked my job, it just made me hate it even more because I unfortunately was so focused on, uh, you know, I could, you know, I could be hanging out with my wife. I could be, you know, hanging out with my friends, you know, literally everything that is more important in this world than this job and it's keeping me from it granted it was giving me an income but yeah it's just i don't like the ratio of uh just living for the weekends it's five days you know compared to two days mm -hmm. uh just not a fan not no, I, a fan and i completely agree and just kind of continuing on this uh philosophical conversation you know we're we're working Jobs five days a week, and let's say we work the forty hours. You know that that's that's the bare minimum. But yet, almost every company out there that I know of is always working overtime to produce more, to make more, to sell yep. more, and for what? For shit that we don't really need in the first place. And it's almost never reflected to the workers. Never at all. So I, I again, I fully condone your mindset and where where you're going with it because. It, it's bullshit. We're working five days a week, some days seven days a week. Yeah. Every day out of the week, some people are working and they're not being able to spend time with the people they actually give a shit about and they're working this job for. Yeah. You're killing yourself for something that doesn't give a shit about you. Yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. So I, what was it? There's like a couple countries in Europe that are adopting. Sweden, I think. I, yeah. I thought Sweden was one too, where it was adopting like a four day work week. Yep. And their, uh, their workers are actually more productive because they come back to work more rested mm -hmm. and uh, they're more grateful, you know. Right. And, and I've read, you know, different studies that have shown 
that people who actually take all of their vacations and all of their time off are actually more productive at work for the same thing that you were just talking about too. They're actually happier because yep. they're able to live their lives the way they want to live them and not just living to work to produce a product that you don't need. Yeah. Yep. And like, yeah, I mean, because they're happier, they work harder, so they produce the same amount as they would in like an eight-hour shift in a six-hour shift. Mm-hmm. You know, like if at the beginning of a work day, my boss is like, hey, this is the number that you hit in an eight-hour shift. If you can hit it in six hours, you can go home. I would hit that in four hours. Absolutely. Guaranteed. So it's like, realistically, you you give the carrot at the end of the stick, make it feasible, obviously, you know, but... Well, that's the thing, too. It's it's pointless to be there that long. You know, even if you work the eight hours, they say, yeah, we need you to make 400 parts in eight hours. You just make the 400 parts. But there's no incentive. They're like, oh, if you can do more, do more. What's my incentive? Why do yeah. I? Why am I going to work more if I'm going to get paid the same? Yeah, why am exactly. I making five, six, eight hundred more parts if I'm going to get paid for making four? Screw you! You're getting like you said. You're getting the payoff. You're getting an incentive. Yep. But I'm not the one producing these parts that actually go to making what you're selling. No, there's no point to it. The, absolutely none. That really, this really turned into a very different conversation. Than I thought it, it was did, be. but it was very, very enlightening. It was good. I liked it. I don't know if I like it. It was too deep for me. <laughs> we, we, we need some cock jokes in there somewhere. All right. All right. Let, let's turn this thing around. Let, let's lighten this up a little bit. All right. Well, let's make you feel better while you're at work since we just sent you on a downward spiral. Right? Like, I, I feel like people are, like, looking for the bottle right now. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. My life is terrible. All right. So let's turn that frown upside down. Would you rather every time you go to a restaurant... You have to strip for your meal in front of the entire restaurant <laughs> or your nipples are three and a half inches long. <laughs> so, I, I, I don't know why I'm building a laughter on this. I think the more that I think about it, the more I'm laughing. So you're either... You, oh, wow. I'm, I'm still trying to process this. It's okay. You can take a minute. <laughs> I, I can't. So your nipples are either, what, three and a half inches long? Yep. So, like, literally, like, if you're not cold, they, like, hang down, like, and I'm not so talking, the, like... Almost like worms. Yeah. Like, just kind of hanging from your nipples. Yep. And then when you get cold, they, like, lift up and stick out and point out all weird. So then you have an erection. You have a nipple erection. Yes. Or... Every time you go out for, to a restaurant and they have a meal, you have to strip. Yep. So so it's just at a restaurant. Yes. Does that include bars? Yes. So we're just saying if you go out of your home into and a place where you need to pay for something that you're going to consume. See, now that opens up a whole different can of worms because if I go to my parents' house... I'm paying in different ways. <laughs> I may not monetarily pay, but I am paying in different ways being there. Okay, okay. So monetarily. <laughs> so monetarily. Are now, you picking up what I'm putting down? Now, if you're a stripper listening, this would probably be a pretty easy option for you. Oh, my God. They, they go to the restaurant naked. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm already here, bitches. <laughs> so you go to a restaurant. You get done with your meal. But instead of the check, they come over, they clear off your table, and they slap a pole in the middle of it. 
So, so it's not just that you have to stand there and degradingly take off your clothes. Like you actually have to put on a routine. Yeah, and you know what? Like, what if you're not a good dancer? Oh, well, then you'll like, have three-inch nipples. <laughs> in this scenario, are you a good dancer or are you just who you are? You, you just are have to strip. who you are, except you have to strip. Oh, and here's the best part. There's no music. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no music. <laughs> so you just sit there just... And I would be making noises too. <laughs> you like, have to. Da, 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 da. <laughs> you know? Dead. Oh, I would totally be talking to myself. But here comes a helicopter. Here it comes, baby. You want it. Oh, you love it. I know you love it. And then you're looking at a stranger in the eyes, and they're like, "Mm -hmm, I do love this. And they're biting their finger. Oh, well, here's the best part. What? Is nobody else really knows what's going on. Because this is Well, I figured that. This isn't like a social thing. So like everybody's like, why is he dancing on the table and why is the restaurant allowing this? <laughs> no, I figured full well that you're the only one that has to do this and nobody else knows. Yes. I, I already came into this game thinking <laughs> that this is gonna be the most socially awkward thing ever. You know me so well. Oh, oh do I? Those cuddles at night are paying off. Late night cuddles. I, you know, as embarrassing as that is, and I, I'm not even going to go with the argument of I'm just not going to go out and eat out at all, ever. Excellent. I, I'm not even going to partake in that. I'm full well embracing this. You're, I'm going out to eat and this is happening. Or I have three inch nipples that either look like worms or are just tiny penises erected on both of my nipples either one works for me i i feel i would rather strip in a restaurant because you know you're either going from worm-like nipples that Sometimes you can't control when no, they get erect. No, you cannot. No, you cannot. So you could be, if if you're, you know, in a meeting, let's say you're putting on a presentation about health and safety. We'll go there. You're putting on a health and safety presentation. I like it. For your coworkers. Paint me a picture. I'm. Oh, I will Picasso the shit out of this. You're wearing a white button-down, long-sleeve, Ralph Lauren shirt with a suit on top. Sharp. You're looking good with your three-inch nipples. Like that, That's <laughs> a caveat right there. You get excited. Those things are just ding, ding, turkey's done. Like, there's no way to get around it. It doesn't matter what you say. You could be talking about dismembering members of the clergy... Nobody is going to hear a word you say because they're staring at your three-inch penises coming out of your nipples. Yes. Yes. And this is going exactly how I hoped it would. <laughs> like, there's no way around this. You can't hide it. You can't even, like, try to duct tape them down because I already am figuring that this is going to hurt like oh, a yeah. son of a bitch tearing up. Like, I, you're, you're probably going to tear your nipples you're going to bleed. Now you have blood running down your white Ralph Lauren shirt. With three-inch nipples. With three-inch nipples. Like, you're going to have to go to the hospital. Somebody's going to call 911, and now you're going to be on the news. 
With your three With your three inch nipples on a stretcher. I don't know why you need a stretcher, but you're on a stretcher getting rolled in to the ambulance (laughs) with three inch nipples bleeding. Maybe you're profusely bleeding. Maybe you got lightheaded from loss of blood. And that that's gonna happen too. I didn't even think of that. There's the stretcher. There's the stretcher. You you've nailed that one down, Sherlock. Thanks for that. I don't uh, I don't know. Cause like when I get done at a restaurant. Usually, I'm feeling a little crappy, bloated, just like, oh, that meal was just too much. Or, you know, like, you know, sometimes they're just not the best quality of food. You feel like crap. But now, now's your time to shine. Right at that moment when you're feeling like crap, you're full. <laughs> now it's time to make You think bacon. you're going to feel sexy now? Exactly. Ooh, that's a wrong now, answer. And now you really got to sell it. So let, let me put this by you. What if you didn't know you had to do this? That would probably be better because if it caught you by surprise, you'd be like, oh, should I? Should I, should I strip for a meal? Should I strip no, for a no, meal? No, not even that. Like just eating the food. Be like, oh, I just had a whole rack of ribs and a oh, side, yeah. now side of chicken saying. and mashed potatoes. And, oh, do I really want that cheesecake? Oh, I'm going to be naughty today. <laughs> I'm going to get cheesecake with strawberries. Oh, it's going to be nummy. And here comes the bill. And, oh, I'm sorry, sir, but you need to strip for this meal. You're tired. You're lethargic. You just want to take a nap. And suddenly, you got to make it rain. I mean, I already unbuttoned my pants, but for completely different reasons. Totally different reasons. Totally different now I have to do it for a crowd that they don't know it's coming either? Like, yeah. you've got Grandma Betty in the corner who's, like, half away from keeling over herself. Table of nuns right next to you? A table of, I don't know why. I've never, ever in my life seen a table of nuns, but they're there. <laughs> and, and now you're, you're bending over, little, dropping trowel? It's little Johnny's birthday party over there. <laughs> you're singing happy birthday to Except it's your butt cheeks clapping. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, then all of a sudden, you've got your high school sweetheart who gained 40 pounds on the summer, and she looks like a beached whale coming over a single just making it rain. Oh, man. to, To sum this all up, there's no music. No music whatsoever. You're just up there grinding away on that pole, just doing it dirty. Just bringing home the bacon. Oh, uh, you ate the bacon. You're not bringing it home. That's you true. ate the you bacon. You ate it. There's none coming home. Oh, so it's you're you're about to throw nothing. up the bacon because <laughs> you're gyrating on this pole, giving it all you got. Just giving it because you know the owner of this restaurant is critiquing you. Oh so yeah. If this isn't good enough, we're doing round two, my friend. Right. I would say you need to at least get a six or a seven on the scorecards. That's what I'm thinking too. At least you can't go minimum. Because like you need I mean, to sell it. You could just sit there up on stage like it's a Tuesday evening, you know, C-squad at a strip <laughs> club. Just, there's nobody in here. Is this just for practice? Huh. Just, just going, clearly going through the motions. Or, you know, I, they you, probably You have to sell it. Yeah, they can't accept You either have to that. sell it or you have to do it again. Like, it, there's oh. no and or ifs about it. You can't just be out there and be like, oh, I'm just going to unbutton this and just take it down. And, and uh, you know don't what? Don't look at me. <laughs> the fact that there's no music, half the restaurant might not even see you at the beginning. So if you have to do it a second time, the owner comes out, no, 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 that was a two. 
Was well, it French? Is the owner French? Yeah. That's all I know in French. No, no, no. That doesn't even sound French. Comes out like a waving a breadstick at you. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but you know damn well, as soon as you get up on that table, you don't even have to start stripping. Everybody's going to know you're up there. That's true. Because they're like, why is this motherfucker on a table? And you know what? Just lean into it. Embrace it. Clink your glass. Get everybody's attention. Be like, you are in for a show. This gut didn't make itself. You know what? I, I, I love that. I embrace that fully because you know that owner is going to get like a huge review in somewhere. What Yelp or the newspaper will be like, just going to be like, this food was so good, I'm going to strip. And could and you just go to town? Just make it dirty. <laughs> Giving it all you got. Take that breadstick that he's waving out there. No, no, no. Oh, no, sir. Give me that breadstick. I'll make this vanish. It's a naughty breadstick. I don't know why I made it vanish. That, <laughs> this is turning from stripping to something completely different. But I like where your head's uh, at. You, know, you got the enthusiasm, and you sold me on it. I'm going to also agree and go that I would strip for my meal. And you know what? The best part is, is if somebody at that restaurant had already seen you strip for a meal before, they'd be like, oh, hold on, oh, hold on, everybody, you got to see this. <laughs> gonna see you got to see this guy. <laughs> Brian, do it again. Do that thing you do. Do that thing you do. <laughs> Make it clap. <laughs> and that'll do it for us here at the Schmidt Sharing Show. If you did enjoy our sense of humor, take a second to rate, share, and subscribe.